So no shit, there I was, balls deep in a Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, wait, are we live? What's going okay. on, everybody? That's not what? what you do to Reese's peanut butter cups. What's wrong with you, man? It's a waste of a Everything. good chocolate bar. Everything well, wrong with me. Bar, but... Well, but, since you mentioned yeah. that, so no shit, there I was, balls deep in a Milky Way. <laughs> oh, Stop memories. filing my favorite candy. <laughs> so there I was, uh, fist deep, key steering a Snickers bar. Got to get that sugar somehow. Eh, well, I guess. No, not all right. God damn it! What is wrong with you, anchor? Okay, good. Uh, so I was able. I picked up Kefla. The patch for season three for uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is out and live. Kefla came out for everybody today because you could only get her Wednesday if you got the if you purchased the season pass and you could get her early. But that was just mm-hmm. a way for them to get you to purchase the season pass. And I am not under any circumstance. I do not under any circumstances believe that the next three characters are going to reveal are all going to be ones that I even want. So I'm not going to play. I'm not going to pay twenty dollars for the pass for characters I don't even want. Um, I'm mostly hoping that I can get at least one other character that I like. Um, But we'll have to wait and see. Um, And even if uh, the next character they're releasing is UI Goku, and I don't care, nor do I want UI Goku. So I'm going to be paying $20 either way. (laughs) Hmm. Um, That's how they get you. That is how they get you. But, uh... (laughs) So, greetings, everybody. This is our uh, behind-the-scenes slash bonus episode uh, for what will be episode eight of our lovely podcast. Um, So, yes, I am David. Over there is Gerald. And we're just going to kind of randomly bullshit about shit. Random bullshit, yeah. <laughs> Random bullshit. Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, uh, yeah. So uh, it's been one heck of a week so far, and I'll talk more about it on the actual podcast. I uh, once again did not work this week, thanks to. Uh, some kind of daggone foot aids that I got over last weekend. Finally, it's fucking shit. Jesus. But, uh, so I've been dealing with that two trips to the ER later. They now gave me some lovely narcotics that really isn't doing anything for me right now, but that's okay, I guess. And they gave me more lovely pills that will hopefully get rid of the foot funk that's going on with me. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, I'll also say other good news after two months or so of, of the lovely wife dealing with abdominal pain, they took 1.2 gallons of fluid out of her abdomen 
which we don't know why they didn't do that shit sooner, but it is what it is, I guess. And that's bullshit also. Um, but uh, we were talking about what we're going to talk about tomorrow off air. What are you playing? Are you playing fighters over there? Yeah, thought I'd get a little bit of practice in since we're uh, on behind the scenes. Trying out a uh, uh, so Kefla, uh, uh, Kefla is uh, the uh, hold on, uh, really? Okay, just don't kill him. Why? Why would you? Uh, Kefla <laughs> is the fusion of the two same, the two new Saiyan female characters from Dragon Ball Super. Uh, is Khalifa and Kale do it with a uh, with the Patara fusion? Kale mm. is the female legendary Super Saiyan from the Super series. Mm. Um, so, so now there are actually enough characters to do a legendary Super Saiyan team. So I'm I'm playing around with that because you got legendary Super Saiyan Broly, you got Dragon Ball, the canonized Dragon Ball Super Broly, which is the new one, and then you have Kefla, which is the fusion of the legendary, the female legendary Super Saiyan and her sister. Right. All right. So does uh, does Khalifa have nice big old titties like Mia Khalifa does, or no? Nope. Uh, <laughs> What's the point then? Uh, I still like her. Just imagine all those Kamehameha's bouncing off them titties. I don't. Uh, I don't need them bouncing off the titties. <laughs> deflection, deflection. Ah. So something that's been in the news that I thought would uh, deserved a little bit of talk uh, is all the media outlets mm. blowing up the coronavirus thing, mm. which I mean, so like what I heard when the whole thing first started out was that it was from people eating bat soup. <laughs> which I mean come on now don't be eating bats is that what they're saying happened that it, it came from at them first, eating yeah. uh, oh at first okay but that mm-hmm Um, place. Hmm. And um, I guess I should have been more knowledgeable about this before trying to talk about it. But um, 
So there's there's been at last I remember like seven thousand people in China have been infected with coronavirus, and like twelve hundred people have died, and that's just in China. And there's uh, cases of it in Iran, Japan. There was the Princess cruise ship that had to be quarantined in a Japanese harbor. You uh, don't be whacking it on the air. Come on now. Oh, sorry. If you can, if you can hear me like breathing, it's just because I'm like I'm like concentrating, and so my breathing changes depending on uh, <laughs> if things are going well or not. And right oh, now, a, it's uh, uh, well. <laughs> like. <laughs> uh so my bad my bad uh i'll try to oh should have killed him i'm just giving you shit (laughs) but uh and something i was thinking about when i had heard at some point i think last week that there's now fecal transmission of coronavirus and thinking about like in san francisco where like there's shit everywhere if it somehow got to San Francisco, that place might end up being a ghost town. Mm. Wait, if the coronavirus, how, if the coronavirus yeah. gets to uh, California, yeah, like if it crops up in San Francisco, and uh, you know, with all the all the feces and rampant homelessness, it probably wipe out a and this is just my speculation it wipe out a large majority of the <laughs> people there yeah don't come down here smoosh i don't know if you're getting in trouble <sighs> i do not know what they're trying to do about the coronavirus and uh, uh it, and what I was talking about with Gerald before we started up the this behind the scenes is my mother-in-law is going kind of uh, prepper crazy about it, even to the point where she was telling Christy that she can't find any face masks anywhere and was wanting like a respirator. And I was like, mm-hmm. like she wants a, a pro mask, which is a military term for a protective mask or as civilians would look at it, a gas mask. Mm. And she was like, yeah. And I'm just pit- and she was like, I can just see it now. My, my mom walking down the city she lives in, just around the city she lives in, wearing a gas mask. And God help her if some news media outlet sees her and tries to interview her. And then there's also... Um, they had said there's a first case of the coronavirus affecting animals. It's like there's a, some chocolate lab in China has uh, tested positive for it. Which is, uh, <laughs> if the people who were, uh, ooh, um, mm-hmm. were uh, not really given a shit about it because it was people, are now probably going to start losing their minds because it affected. It's affecting dogs and other animals now. Uh, 
So I guess we'll see what happens. Wait, the coronavirus has now been successfully transmitted transmitted to animals? Yeah. Oh, that's a a problem. (laughs) That's a serious issue. (laughs) Yeah, like the first case of it showed up in like a chocolate lab in China. I saw a a thing about it on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, they need to deal with that immediately. (laughs) Right. Like I was saying, um, if people weren't really giving a shit before because it was just humans, they're going to lose their freaking minds now that it's animals. (laughs) Eh, Wow. People. (laughs) (laughs) You can't have Fluffy Wuffy getting the Wuhan. Mm Mm-mm. Well, the the reason why it's uh, but the reason why that's such a problem is because we it, it is a virus that has that can viruses don't affect cross species. That is not a normal viral thing. So it if you have be. a virus, it, right? But it's it's very rare, and those kinds of diseases are the diseases like the Black Plague. Like hmm. those are those kinds of diseases. Um, that's why it's very it, now. If they really found a case of it being transmitted from a human to an animal, that means that uh, that means that uh, that the virus is mutating, and now and if it can jump to animals, it can mutate again into something more dangerous, and then jump back to humans. Hmm. I think like that's, that's a, how that's kind of how bird flu and SARS, those are also lovely bits that we got from China over what the last like twenty years or something. Yeah. Long story short, stop making weird diseases, China. Jeebus. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a problem they're gonna have to nip in the bud as soon as they can. There are times when I just don't know what this game is. <laughs> I thought it was uh, willing self sadomasochism. Nah, it ain't, it ain't that. Uh, <laughs> it ain't that. Okay, so that actually. How to confirm off that though? Oh, she might be. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so things that this patch, and sorry for changing the subject, but things that this patch basically lied about. So they instituted what's called the uh, 
um, the bad touch. Man, I don't even. <laughs> I don't remember what they called it. Uh, I'm forgetting what they called it, but they instituted this meter so that it w- it was supposed to be another comeback mechanic. So if you were down to your last character, your last character would get a damage boost. And they also have in the game called Sparking. And what Sparking does is it gives your character a damage boost and it regenerates all of your blue health. And what blue health is in the game is health that you can recover. It's not health that's just gone. So you can actually recover that health. So they were like, we're going to put in this like tension system. I forget exactly what they called it. Um, And they were like, the boost to damage is 10%. Well, come to find out, the boost to damage is actually 20%. Mm. And And I know that may not sound a lot to people who don't play the game, but a 20% damage boost almost mitigates uh, because when you do combos in these kind of games, there's a certain amount of damage you can do before you start getting diminishing returns. A 20% damage boost almost negates that. And you can spark on top of that, giving yourself more damage. And usually most people will u- will wait and let their last character use sparking. So you have a character that has a 20% damage boost and then gets another 10% damage boost from sparking, regenerates health, gets a, a, a couple of other options with sparking. Now... Also, there's are there are two characters in the game who can do transformations that give them another damage boost. One is Frieza and one is DBS Broly. When they do their uh, Frieza can transform into what he calls his golden form and he gets a damage boost. So what this effectively does for Frieza is turn him into a freaking boss character. <laughs> and and DBS Broly just gets that much more dangerous when he gets his damage buff, which I think is five percent. But when you put that on top of two, that's a twenty five percent boost if he's the last character, and it's a thirty five percent boost if I'm not mistaken if he has sparking. Like you can just kill the other person's team if they're not insanely careful. <laughs> Right. And, and I I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to speed the game up because the game, the matches can be very slow. Um, and I still believe that this game should have been a 1v1 fighter instead of a 3v3 fighter. I still believe it should have just been one 1v1. Um, not that it's not fun in it's 3v3 format, but I do believe it should have been a 1v1. Um or at least it should have been uh, at most a two v two instead of a three v three. But but what can you do? Yeah, but what can you do? That really is the question. Hmm. Like hmm. that. That literally is the question. What can you do, though? <laughs> oh, uh, destiny wise, and this is something that's drawn a lot of ire from all of the uh, complainers. Um, I don't know if you have, if you remember it from the first Destiny, but they've brought back the Trials of Osiris. 
Uh, that should have been all blue damage. What the hell? Haha, <laughs> joke on you. <laughs> no blue damage. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I mean by sometimes this game. Hmm. Oh, I did the wrong input there. Uh, do you, I never really did the Trials of Osiris anyway, so I guess that's not that big of a deal for me. Hmm. Um, I'll just leave it in there. But it's it's it was uh, at least back when I tried playing it. It was the the sweatiest of the sweaty, lag switching, network manipulating bullshit. And it was uh, it was crazy. And it was some it was uh, at least back then you would have to go to Mercury, find Brother Vance, buy tokens to play it, and it was like a. Only it was like Friday through Sunday, kind of like when Zer would show up, and you right. get. And like I'm not I'm not a sweaty tryhard. I I like playing Crucible. I mean, hell, I've played it enough to get Randy's throwing knife, Komodo, and um, Recluse. And those were pain, pain in the ass things to try to do, anyways. So, like mm. everybody, at least on some of the uh, the Destiny Facebook groups that I'm in, they've all been complaining about it, and I've made a couple memes about it too. Yeah, oh, be up now. So like the one, the one that everybody was liking was, uh, it's a picture of Phoenix, Arizona, with a giant dust storm, with Doge's head, as like the the face of the dust storm, kind of like um, the mummy. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I replaced Doge's head with the troll face, and where it where you put the text around the city, I just put trials. And then on the storm was the, uh, the lag switching sweaty tryhards. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the dust storm coming in to fuck up the trials. It's, it's easier mm. if you see, it. but as, as with, with every, all things, most all things, I'll give it a try. I'm probably not going to like it. I'm probably going to get killed by some lag-switching 12-year-old. And already, uh, people are putting up stuff like $30 will get you a flawless carry. And shit like that. And there was one, it was like $150 first day flawless carry. And, you know, <laughs> there were people, especially back in Destiny 1 times, where they would pay people to do this shit for them. Mm-hmm. And they'd be, and the one doing the carry would be the only one getting the kills. 
be like the three of them come in and then the the carrier be, be like all right you sit back there and just don't do anything and then he'd just go around just fucking everything up yeah fun times <laughs> i don't know <sighs> Every time I go back, every time I try to play play Destiny Two, I just I just ask myself why. And there's all the people that are like, "You still play that game?" Shut up! You probably still play Call of Duty and get teabagged all the time. Which point? Call of the Duty. (laughs) You said duty. (laughs) <laughs> oh you fucking beers yeah I, I'm pretty sure I, like I am of the mind that uh, this game is purely uh, like you can be good with any characters in this game uh, so this is what <sighs> fucking hate this fucking game sometimes um, so <laughs> This is uh uh oh what am I hold on trying to articulate here. So this is what okay, so this is the easiest way to understand what makes a good character and a bad character in a fighting game. Um characters who have high execution, right? You have to do you have to know exactly what you're doing which you're always going to need to know exactly what you're doing, but high execution, meaning that in order to combo or get the best output damage, you have very short, specific windows that you have to put your inputs in in order to get that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Also... Uh, not just high execution. Not just high. Not only is this character high execution, but their their overall damage output for that high execution. So every character is good, right? But the more forgiving that execution is, the better that character is because it gives you a wider window of error. And if they have a natural high output of damage, that only makes them that much better. So even if you have a character that's considered bottom tier, the worst character in the game, that character is the worst character in the game because they have high execution and they have low damage. They may also, in this kind of game, need but uh, one or both assists to even get to their maximum damage output. Whereas the best characters in the game don't need assists at all to do a massive amount of damage. They do. They naturally have a high damage output, and their uh, their execution is very lax. They don't have high execution. They ha- they are very forgiving in the things that they do and how to put and how to input and link those things together to get their maximum amount of damage. That's what makes that. That's what puts them at the top of the heap. Right. So they're basically just easier characters to play, 
right? And when you have two people of equals, now that doesn't matter if you're just more skilled than your opponent. If you're more skilled than your opponent, you will destroy them with whoever in the game. And we see that all the time in tournaments because I watch the Dragon Ball Fighters tournaments. So you got you got people like Sonic Fox, who is arguably the best Dragon Ball Fighters player in the world. He has literally picked some of the worst characters in the game and uh and done perfectly fine like gone in and beaten some of the other best players in the game with those characters and these are characters that are generally seen as less effective so i guess that's a better way of saying it which characters are more effective because every character is effective but there are characters that are more effective than others so if you've got someone whose skill level is just higher than yours any character is good but when you go up against when you have two people who are of equal skill level what how forgiving the characters are how much damage they do what their execution is if they need if they need things to get their maximum amount of damage that all matters immensely and that's what determines what's good and what's not hmm. right <laughs> So. I just try to put the fist in the foot in, in the face of the person I'm fighting. So there's that. Well, right. But they're also <laughs> trying to do that to you. So it doesn't really work out that way. <laughs> but it should. I'm just saying. Uh, another thing, I'm glad I didn't pay money for the uh, the electronic or the app version of Epic because I'm still getting my ass kicked. Yeah, I tried AI to app. go on. I tried to go online and find some people to play, but apparently, no one plays Constructed. Because <laughs> hmm. uh, I uh, absolutely. Because uh, I absolutely went on, and I couldn't get a match. I just couldn't get a match. Like, and it. I like DBS Broly. I just don't know what the frick I'm doing with him. Hmm. Like, I just don't know what I'm doing with him. Like he's, I watched because uh, one of uh, a very good player, uh, NY Chris G. He's a top. He's usually a top sixteen or a top eighter, like all the time. Uh, he uses DBS Broly, and he makes him look so overwhelming. It's crazy. Mm. Like he just makes him look so overwhelming, and it's like, and he, and the thing is. It's because Chris G is using him at probably the highest level. So he is overwhelming. It's just knowing how to make him that way. So it's like... Uh, 
Uh, I just don't know how to make them that way, but that's what I, I have to lab and stuff like that so I can get used to his combos, structures, and whatnot. I just don't know how to right. link all of his stuff together. Dag nabbit all this dead air. <laughs> well, nothing's come up. That's all. That's why I asked, like, if we're going to do the behind the scenes. I mean, that's just what's going to happen on a behind the scenes because it's just us uh, talking and fucking around. Yeah, we usually do so good with it, though. Um, yeah, but I think you put too much pressure on yourself. Uh, I need it, all the pressure. Behind all of it. Ah. Behind the scenes are going to be hit or miss. Like they're just hmm. they're gonna be hit or miss. Even me and Crit had the idea. It's like, dude, because we used to like back when I used to live in North Carolina, we used to drive like twenty or thirty miles to the card shop, and we would just have conversations to uh, on the way back. Like we'd have our day of work or whatever we were doing. It was usually on the weekends, like Friday night, Saturday. But we have our, you know, our work weeks and whatnot. And we drive out, we have fun at the card shop, and then we come back. And on the way back, um, and I want to say it was like an hour drive, so more than twenty miles, probably more like forty or fifty, because it was about an it was hour drive there and an hour drive back. Um, Which freaking card just, shop was this? Uh, it was the one in uh, Green – no, not Greensboro. It was in Green Goldsboro. Gold? The one in Girl- – no, Goldsboro. Yeah, that uh, was a bit of a drive. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like an hour, hour and a half. I don't think it's exactly two. I think it's like an hour, hour and a half there and back. Uh, one way, I mean. It's like an hour, hour and a half one way. Um because our one of our friends, uh, our friend, uh, uh, name mm-hmm. Dale, our, our friend Dale ran the yeah. card shop, so we would go out there to help him with it and to just hang out, chill. So on the way back, me and Cody would just have conversations, and we both were like, "Man, we need to start recording these because these are actually these." feel interesting because what's interesting is subjective to each person but we're like these feel interesting we should start recording these but it's it's not on a schedule <clears throat> right <clears throat> that's so, the idea i had <clears throat> <laughs> so it's never going to be on a schedule uh honestly i think our behind the scenes it like other other podcasts and stuff have behind the scenes because they're like, this is our process. This is what we do. Or they do bloopers. Like, look, this is the blooper reel from when we were making this particular piece of content or whatnot. And that's, that, that is their behind the scenes, right? Or yeah. it'll be like an exclusive 
or or it'll be like an exclusive topic. They've already picked out the topic. It's just a behind-the-scenes topic that they're talking about, and only those who are part of that behind-the-scenes crew get to view it or listen to it. But yeah. if you just want to record us having interesting conversations, I really do believe that uh, and we should have been doing this from the start, and I got in the way of it. I cock-blocked it a couple of times because I, I, I just I didn't care at the time. I was just having fun with the conversation. But when we do find ourselves in an interesting conversation, then we need to stop and record it and make it a behind-the-scenes. Hmm. It, yeah. like, it, it's going to be a spontaneous thing. It's not going to be a, hey, let's do a behind-the-scenes. Because then we're not gonna ha- then we're not gonna know what to talk about. Yeah, the really good one was uh, I think that was our first behind the scenes was the uh, the daunt the dauntless the behemoths don't have rights. <laughs> yeah, and we came up don't... with that whole thing. But yeah, that was good. The behemoths don't have rights and what their society might actually be like and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. They're not really people. Well, they're not. <laughs> it's like that's nothing new. <laughs> they're not. Breaching, uh... breaching. Let's. Uh, I'll talk about the the thing that we were talking about. So I I had finished up uh, Clone Wars, the original six seasons of Clone Wars, and the the seventh and final season came out. Uh, I think earlier this week, and there was uh, like I had said the uh, the last arc of the original six seasons was Yoda on, you know, going along the, the journey to learn how to uh, become, I guess, a force ghost after death. And it was interesting. They even had good old Mark Hamill as uh, the voice of Darth Bane. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was it was obvious that it was him. He's he's got that kind of voice when he does the the evil stuff mm-hmm. that that you can tell it's him. Kind of Joker like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm sorry, Batman. I mean Yoda. Yes. <laughs> Damn it, me. Mark! Take five. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, it was kind of interesting. And one thing that was also really cool in uh, Tim Curry is the voice of Palpatine for 10 episodes in the in those last couple seasons. And he does a really good job. But then it's Tim Curry. Why the hell wouldn't he? Am I right? Mm, True. And you and you can tell it's him. He's got one of those kind of voices too. The original guy, um, Ian Am- Abercrombie, was the voice mm-hmm. for the animated series, but he died. So they, um, you know, they did a dedication to him at the end of one of the episodes, and I was just there waiting. I was like, "Oh, I want to hear this shit. I want to hear it." <laughs> and I heard it. I was like, That's him. 
Like, it's really nice when uh, voice actors of, like, your favorite characters or actors of your favorite characters from shows or movies are just really cool, nice people and, like, really down to earth. Because even Mark Hamill says, yeah, the new Star Wars shit is bullshit. The new Star Wars stuff is bullshit. <laughs> like, even he's, he's said it on national TV before and gotten in trouble because of it. But it's really Ooh. nice. You know what we found out about uh, the voice, the the American voice actors for Dragon Ball? That mm. they're all, except for one of them, it seems the majority of them are a bunch of conceited assholes. Who is it? A, <laughs> is it Christopher Sabat? That's not. Um. Actually, apparently, Christopher Sabat is also an asshole. <laughs> all, all, like so. I don't know if you know about the story, but the new Dragon Ball Super movie that came out for Broly to make him canon, the voice actor for him, um, yeah, I forget the voice actor. Did you give me a free copy of it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the voice actor of uh, the voice actor that did Broly. Um, I can't remember his name, but the voice actor for Bulma. And the voice actor for, well, I think it was just the voice actor for Bulma. And then someone else who worked in the company closely with her, I believe it was her sister, if I'm remembering it correctly, accused the voice actor of of Broly of basically sexual misconduct in the workplace. Hmm. And they immediately fired him from his position almost immediately i won't say immediately but almost immediately upon the accusation they fired him and they said Hmm. they did a whole investigation for it too and that's why they let him go come to find out not only did they not do an investigation but the thing that she accused him of was actually videotaped and what it was is that they were at a convention and he had her sign her name on a piece of candy. It was like an M&M or something. And he ate it. And he was like, look, everybody, I ate Rikita. Which, if you're, uh-huh. if, you're if you're a Dragon Ball fan like me, it, it's a big dad joke. People even called it a dad joke. They're like, she was mad because he made a dad joke. And the thing is, if you know, if, if you know anything about Dragon Ball and you're a fan of it, him eating the him saying he ate her is actually a reference to one of the characters in the show, Majin Buu, who can turn anything into candy and on a regular basis does. So it was hmm. a reference to something in the show. So she apparently got really and when when you lay out the entire thing, it feels very much like these established voice actors for the franchise got butthurt that this voice actor for the new character was becoming more popular than them. Because the DBS Broly movie, sky like Broly has always been popular, but it skyrocketed his popularity even past Goku's. And it... Mm-hmm. it, it when you find out everything that's been going on behind the scenes in this, it it just feels like a bunch of people who were spiteful and threatened by another voice actor's growing popularity. And it is the most disheartening thing 
you could ever and it's just so disheartening. <laughs> mm. Can't be having that now. Well, no, can't have the you can't you can't be having that though cuz they're the stars and they're the only stars and they're the only ones who get to be stars. No one else can be a star unless they approve it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and when you were, so what I wanted to add was when you were saying that he was instantly fired and they did a investigation in air quotes, I was I was going to say that sounds so familiar like I've heard that somewhere before about something i can't put my finger on it it was uh uh uh, uh johnny depp yeah johnny depp oh yeah <laughs> it's just yeah and to find out what really happened is just it's so stupid it's like really it's like this is, is this what this is now? Like that's what like first off and, and this isn't me throwing I, I'm not trying oh, to belittle the profession of a voice actor. Oh, he's throwing so because, much shade, folks. So much because shade. Because it see. is it is still a it, like it, it's an acting job. If you throw shade at a voice actor, you might as well throw shade at any actor because it's someone pretending to be a character for our amusement and entertainment. But for a voice actor to literally be like my like my butt smells too good to have someone else <laughs> rival me in popularity is just the most nuts thing to me. It's like, are you serious? Mm. <laughs> like, like it is, it's just so nuts, man. It, <laughs> like, leave that shit for, like, leave that shit for, I don't know, leave that shit for stupid people. Hmm. Like, stupid people do shit like that. They're like, oh, I can't handle that this person is as popular as me. I've been here forever. It's like, huh. so be happy that someone else is doing well. You're doing... And that's one of the things that really bothers me about when a person starts doing really well. Why is it that so many people, when they start doing really well, feel like they have to be gatekeepers? Right. They, they're like, well, I'm doing really well. But now these other people, now these, these these young upstarts or just someone different or new, not someone who's part of their personal group of friends or in the boys club or in the girls club. Like this unknown person to me is also rising in popularity and that may rival mine and I've been doing this forever and I'm the I'm the best at it so I can't have that so I need to knock them down like I don't mm. understand that mentality shouldn't your mentality be it's good that they're doing so well let me help them do better right mm. let me I've been in this longer or if I've been in it longer let me give them advice and pointers so that they can they can blossom as so that they can blossom into as beautiful a flower as possible if if they're the, if they're of my same age let me help them when they need help 
right? Let me advise them when they don't know things. Let me help them become – if they become greater than me, then I've done something great because I helped to push them to – I helped to get them there. Why is it that we have this mentality of, oh, no, someone else might be as popular or more popular than me? I have to knock them down to prevent that. What is there's a, that? There's a good <laughs> analogy for that that I've heard. It's uh, the crab in a bucket. So if you have one crab in a bucket, like you're trying to catch crabs and not not that sexual crabs, but like the, mm. the actual crab crabs you're catching crabs and you put one in a bucket it's going to try to get out but if you have two crabs and or more they're going to try to any of those crabs try to get out you know one of them's going to try to keep the other crabs in the bucket like you know oh you're trying to get out no you're staying here with me bitch and they just keep trying to bring each other down yeah, I've so heard. Good. Uh, I've also heard. I've also heard that before as well. I'm tr- I, I, I remember hearing it. Ah <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, let's see. When did I hear that? I remember hearing something of that nature too. I remember hearing that too. But sorry. Uh, continue. Well, that was that's kind of kind of it. You know, you got. It's like. Like you say, the the established voice actors just like, oh, my shit don't stink, and oh, you're trying to come into my domain. Uh, I don't think so. And it's just yeah, like it's, it's like crabs trying to keep the other crabs in the bucket. Yeah. <sighs> Every day, humanity just finds a way to disappoint me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, humanity. Why can't you be human for once? <laughs> right? <laughs> it would be nice if they were just human for once. Oh, and you're talking about Mark Hamill hating on Star Wars. Um, <clears throat> there was a, a big thing like a month or a couple, a month or a couple months ago where Ivanka, I think the Trump's daughter, mm-hmm. uh, had put a picture on social media with her, I think Kushner, and their kid. And their kid was dressed as a stormtrooper. And uh, she had made the post, and it was like, oh, the force is strong in, in our family. And he had mm-hmm. replied, don't you mean farce? And he was like, hashtag go force yourself. And he was like legit <laughs> super fucking pissed about it. What? Yeah. He was like all kinds of upset. Like they're trying to take my thing and make it their thing. Oh, we can't be having that shit. Oh, jeez. And that's just, you know, one of those things that it's it's kind of ridiculous when you think about it, but that's the shit that happens. That is the shit that happens. I mean... (sighs) Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, that's just dumb. The only other way I I can look at it... It's like, if the devil... Like, let's say you own a brand. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and the devil started walking around with that brand on like yeah i'm a it's like yeah i love this brand it's the best you might be upset about that right because i mean it's the devil um so if you look at it is this like biblical devil or lucifer like lucifer the tv show devil it doesn't matter. The perspective is the same. Everyone basically all, everyone basically sees the devil as the prince of lot, the prince of darkness, king of lies, the root of all evil. So, if he's like, you know, the Trumps are basically the root of all evil, then I can see him hmm. being upset about it. But it's still silly and stupid. <laughs> yeah. And that's that is kind of essentially how they see it, at least you yeah. Know, some people and uh, uh, the red pilled episode, the red pilled America episode for uh, this week was talking about Trump derangement syndrome, and a lot of people on the left hate that, hate that term. What and is it? Was it? Trump derangement syndrome. What does like, that literally, exactly mean? Where it's like literally anything said about Trump pisses them off and triggers them. Oh. And uh, some uh, one of my liberal Facebook friends was talking about how Trump was like talking about it. And I was like, well, you know, he wasn't the one that originated it. And they talk about that in the in the episode It was actually uh, Scott Adams who really brought it to the forefront. And they mentioned that in the podcast, and I was like, "Yeah, talking about Scott, woo!" And uh, and like they they since it's a storytelling podcast, they did a whole this whole big thing on this lady. Uh, she was uh, famous for um, like being a advocate and talking a lot about AIDS and this and that back when it first. God damn. Uh, came out you know new york and california is like the the like the first thing they called it was gay cancer Mm -hmm. and she was a big advocate for trying to help you know people and bringing awareness for it and her husband was a hemophiliac meaning if he uh, gets a bruise or gets even just a a small cut he could bleed out because his blood can't clot so as one of the ways of um, combating that, you would get, you know, they would get blood transfusions. Well, guess what happened? Him, him, got and it. his brother got a blood transfusion that was tainted with the virus, and they both got it. Mm. And uh, so, you know, both him and her were, you know, making big talks about it, and. And everything, and then his brother died, and then a couple months later he died, and then that left her and her three kids alone. And like she, she never got it. The kids never got it. And I'm trying to remember because I just listened to this earlier today. Mm-hmm. Of course, I was kind of sort of napping, also as well, trying to uh, rest up from all the pain and shit I've been having, and. Uh, you know, everybody in the left was supportive until she mentioned um, how Trump had uh, signed a bill that allowed people to try out experimental medication. And she had said, you mm-hmm. know, if we had this when 
my husband was alive, it could have easily helped him. And all her friends got fucking pissed. Like they were, they were seeing red, spitting fire, all this kind of shit. And that's when she realized that TDS is kind of a real thing. And, you know, it can also be said, you know, during Obama's presidency that a lot of the, the strong right leaning conservatives had Obama derangement syndrome. Like anything he did was evil and an affront to civilized society. Right. And it, and it's been, it's a back and forth kind of thing. Cause whichever side's in power, the other side's going to be all kinds of crazy about it. Like, Oh, George W's an idiot and this and that and that and this and, we can't be having him doing this and that, and he's stupid and you know, all that shit. Well, that's also why I say all the time, like this, the, the Democrats and the Republicans don't care about you. They don't. <laughs> the, the, the general core of the party don't. Everyone is a pawn in their dick measuring contest or because it's not just or. And it's not just the men or their boob measuring contest. Every male politician wants to prove – every male Republican wants to prove his dick is bigger than every Democratic Republicans. And every Democratic male wants to prove his dick is bigger than every Republicans. And every Democratic female wants to prove that her tits are bigger than every Republican females. And every Republican female wants to prove her tits are bigger than every Democratic females. Like it's, it's, it's all a body – it's all a phallic body measuring contest. And everyone My else vagina involved, is the tightest vagina of – everyone exactly. it is the it is the tightliest everyone agrees and everyone else involved is a pawn in that plan to be played or thrown away when necessary <laughs> our government would be a hundred times more effective and just better if both sides would just put it the fuck away and do the best they could for the American people but they don't. Hmm. They're doing the best they can for themselves. Yeah, that shit ain't Hell, gonna happen. <laughs> I just saw I just saw a news report where one senator, I forget if he's Democratic or Republican, I think Republican, just decided that he wants to have all manga removed from America. Like anime and manga, he wants to get it all banned from America. <sighs> because he saw one hentai raunchy anime or manga or I'm not sure if he saw the anime or the manga but he saw one and was like this is terrible for the kids we need to get rid of all of it and I'm like Hmm. you know what I wish we had that same mentality for politicians oh this is bad we need to get rid of all of them I wish we had that same mentality for politicians (laughs) that would be great <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and the thing is, he doesn't give a fuck about the ramifications of manga or anime on anybody. He doesn't care. He's simply using it for a platform to gain voters and followers. That's all. He doesn't actually care. Because mm, if he like actually the- cared, because if he actually cared, 
who would actually sit down and investigate it objectively and not immediately decide that it's terrible and evil off of one viewing. That's like that. That's literally like someone giving you a sushi platter and you picking one, eating it, and going, "All sushi is bullshit. This was <laughs> disgusting." <laughs> it's like, well, have you tried the other ones to see if they're all bad, <clears throat> or are you just <laughs> going off of your one bad experience? The- Dude, that's the same thing when an old white lady always grabs her purse to her whenever a black person walks by. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same thing. She saw she 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 know she heard from a friend that that friend's brother's niece's cousin got robbed by a black person, and now anytime a black person walks by her, she immediately covers up her purse. <laughs> this is the same thing, and I'm like, "What are you?" <laughs> mm. I was I'm gonna like... say, I was gonna say that that's also like the the whole video game scare thing in the late '90s, after like after well, Columbine. That's... Yeah, like we have to ban trench coats, and Rammstein is is the devil. Well, that's it's the exact same. Those are the people that he's talking to, too. Those are the people he's trying to get. Because it's the same thing back in, like, I think it was the 60s when D- when D&D got attacked and everyone and, and, and uh, politicians, even even politicians were talking about, oh, it's it's of the devil is teaching people about devil craft and getting them to worship devil. They knew nothing about it. They knew yeah, nothing that was, about that was it. The 80s. Was that the eighties? Was, was that really yeah, the eighties? Yeah, because D and D didn't Christ. come out until and D and D came out in like seventy nine or some shit. The reason I thought it was like the sixties is because whenever something stupid like that happens, I keep trying to give humanity the benefit of a doubt and go, "Well, it was back in a time when we just didn't know any better." Like during the mm. witch trials, right? We just didn't <laughs> know any better. And then yeah, you find was... out, dude, that was like 50 years ago. And you're just like, Jesus fucking Christ, guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, and then that reminds me of uh, there was a video game causes violence commercial from the 90s where two kids are playing Tetris. Mm-hmm. And the one kid beating the other kid and the kid that's winning is like, oh, this is so much fun. Aren't we having fun? And then the other kids just he's got like that that slow to the thousand yard stair face. Mm-hmm. And then it, it cuts to the, like them at school or outside or something. Mm-hmm. And the kid that lost walks up to the other kid and shoots him with a fucking pistol. And is like, Oh, I win now. I win. Video game. You know, do it. <laughs> and that's so stupid because, okay. So let's go off of that. Let's break that commercial down. So <laughs> video games, and this is the thing. They didn't even use a violent video. See, this is how fucking stupid these politicians and motherfuckers are. They didn't even use a violent video game. They used Tetris. Tetris. 
which has to be the most non-violent game ever created. <laughs> well, I will say it's the most non-violent game ever created, but it has to be one of the most non-violent games ever created. They used Tetris of all games to illustrate how video games cause violence in in young people. Really? Mm. <laughs> so so let's continue breaking yeah, this down. Here, so pull this commercial up right quick. <laughs> so, so so they're on Super Nintendo. Okay. The kid who's going to lose is wearing a black. He's wearing all black, and the kid that wins is wearing like like a Hawaiian kind of shirt, white undershirt, and everything. Now this kid's just got the thousand yard stare as all his right. are like piling up to the top. Okay, here now he grabs a brick. The kid's walking. He comes over, smashes the kid in the back of the head with a brick. So okay, so so hang on, let me finish this. So oh okay, kid who lost waiting like behind a corner. Kid that won is walking up. So kid that lost takes a brick, smashes it in the back of the the kid back of the kid's head. Kid falls down. He's like, "What are you doing?" And the other kid has another brick. He's raising it up, and he's like, "It's time to play for real." <laughs> and now it shows him. And this is even this is so stupid. Like, and now he's <laughs> so it shows him like foe beating the kid in in with a brick, and it's showing like like video game blood on the screen and then the screen turns red and then it cuts to the kid with blood all around him cuts back to the kid who lost he's now unzipping his pants getting ready to piss on the on the dead kid <laughs> what showing pee going on this kid and now he's got this fucking crazy look on his face smiling and he's like now that's a move and he's just pissing all over this kid Oh my god! <laughs> what, so was this a Super Bowl commercial? <laughs> so okay, let's let's break this down. What I said earlier still stands. They used one of the most non-violent video games to go. Video games cause violence in kids. All right, <laughs> that's literally that's literally like saying pillows cause spouses to kill each other. <laughs> like, like the most non. If Tetris, okay, if Tetris can cause violence in kids, anything can. This this is a way bigger problem than video games. <laughs> but let, let's. So not only did they go way out of the out of logical extremes, this is way out of logical extremes. But let's yeah, let, let's go. Okay, <laughs> so these two kids are playing Tetris. The one who's winning is having a great time, and the one who's losing is like, "This is bullshit," <laughs> and gets so angry that they lost that they then turn around and basically kill the other kid. How is that any different from a person who loses in a sporting competition? How is that any different 
from a uh, worker getting passed up for a promotion to someone else. How is that any diff? How is that any different from someone parked at a a, a a parking meter coming out and seeing a police officer putting a ticket on their car? Because all you're illustrating is that the child was infuriated that they lost. And if that's all it takes, then this has nothing to do with video games, but everything to do with people as usual. (laughs) But you're trying to, but it's this, it's this thing where people need to be able to blame something other than themselves. They need to be able to blame something else other than themselves. We can't blame people because we can't control people. And I don't want to be controlled, so I can't bl- we can't blame people. So we'll just blame a thing. We'll blame video games. We'll blame, uh, we'll blame movies. We'll blame TV shows. Because for a while, TV shows were heavily censored because they didn't want uh, – non-family friendly themes to be uh, put in them or anything like that. Um, But we'll blame everything we can except us. And that's really (laughs) what that is. First off, (laughs) if your kid kills another kid because they lost at a video game, you as a parent fail. (laughs) Period. You as a parent have failed because you should be not only knowing what's going on in your kid's life, but if your kid has those kind of anger issues, you got a problem. (laughs) Right? Like, you got a serious (laughs) issue there that requires therapy or possibly an insane asylum. Um... And, and then they want to say, well, video games make them more violent. It's like, I, it, what is more violent? Well, it makes them more prone to violence. Okay, so video games will make them more prone to violence. Um, and they tried to do this with uh, rap music, too. They also tried to do this with rap music. Even Okay, so this is another point. They tried to go, rap music needs to be censored heavily. Because it is giving, it is uh, turning our youth into delinquents and criminals, right? Mm-hmm. N- but they didn't say anything about country music. Country music, which regularly talks about cheating on each other. There was one country song I heard that literally was talking, where the dude was literally saying how much he loved the woman that he uh, he was uh, infatuated with, or he was in love with a woman, and she left him, and he was so angry about it, but he still loved her. And at the end of the music video, he he puts the final brick in the wall, and she's on the other side of the wall, tied to a chair and gagged. This is hmm. country music. This is hmm. re- remember the uh, I forget who it is. I think we were talking about her too. Remember. Uh, next time he'll think before he cheats how she uh i forget who it was who sung it but she slashed the tires of his truck and took a baseball bat to his windshields and his uh and his headlights and stuff this is all in country music but that's okay though 
it's the rap music that needs to be dealt with. <laughs> they don't care. They just need something to blame. That's all they care about. They just uh, <sighs> cut off at. Uh, you were talk- well. The last thing I remember was the the whole uh, Edgar Allan Poe bricking. It was the cask of Amontillado, where he's bricking her, bricking her into the wherever. Yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, that was that was a country song that I watched the music video for and listened to, and the whole Uh-oh, time we've got crit here oh, for the behind the scenes. What's up, Kurt? Uh. <laughs> But the entire time he's singing that song, you find out he's been bricking her up in a room. And not only does he finish, does the music video show him putting the final brick in the wall, but he cleans up and then walks out of the house. <laughs> and, and then uh, I forget who sings the, I, I forget who sings maybe next time he'll think before he cheats, where she talks about how Flashed all the tires on his truck and took a Louisville slugger to his windshields and his headlights. Yeah. All that apparently is just fine in country music, but the rap music, though, that's got to stop. <laughs> well, who is it? Uh, was it? Hold, hold on, hold on. Question about. Uh, so the person who bricked this chick into a building. Uh, was the was that a dude that bricked someone into a building? It, or yes, it was a it was a dude. He was the singer of the song, and what it happened is he either found out she was cheating on him, or she just left him. Like she left him for another man. So the entire song is him talking about her leaving him, and that even so, he still loved her. And then he, and the whole time he's doing something, but you don't really understand what he's doing. You think he's just building and singing to get his frustrations out. And then at the end of the music video, you state they show her in a seat tied to the chair and gagged, and they pan back to the wall and through the last opening, and he puts the brick in, finishes the mortar, wipes his hands off, and walks out of the house. <laughs> But the rap music, though, it's from the devil. <laughs> okay, so I actually, I actually have an explanation for this because it's Uh-oh. not about music. It's not about the music. It's about a dude doing it instead of a woman. Because you in music. The dudes are just heartbroken and crying into their beer. The women are the ones that, or or they go after the other dude with a shotgun. Never the woman, right? There's one where the dude's chasing uh, his wife's lover, and there's another one where he shoots him, and he has to train a hound dog so he can get out of prison. Right, there's yeah, all- old red. Right. Um, I think the other one I'm thinking of is, is just simply called E. Is you better pray your gas, t- uh, my gas tank reaches E before yours. <laughs> so, the, but it's always the man going after another man 
but only the women are allowed to get violent and destructive in country music. Right? And that song is for the violence, which is why there's people getting bitchy about it. Hmm. Well, the, the entire conversation came around because we were talking about uh, we were talking about how people like to throw blame at anything except for people because you can't really do anything about people and and as as this group of people they don't want anything they want anyone infringing upon them so it's easier to blame a tool rather than people and David brought up the uh, we were we were because uh, I brought up that there's a senator currently saying he wants to get all anime banned because he apparently saw or read a hentai one one and so he wants all of it banned and i akin that to being like that is literally like that is like uh what i akined it first to sushi that's like someone giving you a piece of sushi of and there of their there's a variety of them and they give you one that that has something on it that you don't like, and you're just like, Susie is trash. Get rid of all of it. It's like, well, do you want to try a couple of the other ones? You might like those. Um, and I also and uh, he brought and then David brought up the fact that there was a commercial about these two kids who were playing video games during the whole we need to ban video games because they're making our youth more violent. And the commercial literally first off used Tetris. Tetris as the video game as the as the example video game of the kid being violent and they show two kids playing it and the kid who's winning is all having fun and the kid who's losing is just mad and then after that the next day he grabs a brick and violently murders the other kid and goes does a lot goes way past the extremes of logic right and I'm like Okay, so first off, if we break this commercial down, they used Tetris. See, these people don't care that these things are corrupting the youth or having any form of harm if they actually are. All they care about is that other people are scared of it and that they can garner support and votes. They don't even investigate. What they just go, oh, are people worried about this? I will also condemn it and say I will fix it without knowing anything about it. So not only – so to show that video games make children more violent, they use one of the most nonviolent video games to have ever been made. Then if you break down the commercial more than that, this kid wasn't – it wasn't the video game. That was making the kid violent. It was the fact that he was losing. How is that any different from someone who loses in a sport? <clears throat> How is that any different from a person who gets passed up for by a, for a promotion to some to one of their colleagues? It's it's the act of losing that made the kid so angry that he became violent and attacked the other kid. But we're not. But it's easier to just go. Video games are the problem. It's easier to go, music is the problem. It's easier to go, movies are the problem, or guns are the problem, or it is easier to point a finger at anything other than the actual problem, which is human beings. 
Right. And then I was going to bring up, uh, <clears throat> like, I think it was Missy Elliott. Like, uh, hit him up style or whatever is the name of the song. Like, oh, he's stepping around. So, oops, too bad. Your bills aren't paid. Oops, you're getting everything repossessed. Oh, you should have done this. You should have done that. No, it's not a, that's not Missy Elliott, but I know which song you're talking about. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, so, uh, I've lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. But yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it's, it, it always comes back to it's easier to blame the tool than the person using the tool. Well, and since you mentioned guns, let's jump down that rabbit hole. I don't know if there's any more we can say about it. It's it's stupid. People are, are the problem, as they always are. It's always that people are the problem. Now, I can agree that we need to make it harder for criminals to get their hands on guns, but removing guns entirely is not the way to do that. Because the hmm. criminals still going to get their guns and most criminals don't even get their guns through legal means and all of the criminals mm-hmm. we've had lately who had gotten their guns through legal means had nothing that showed up that they were criminals they just kind of one day flipped out um mm. or or they were psychologically unsound but it was ignored by the people who should have been doing something about it yeah like uh the uh, Stoneman Douglas shooter. Like he was, uh, he had so many red flags, but because he was, uh, he was a Latino, you know, they just pushed it all to the side. Like he would get verbally and physically abusive with kids. He was, ex- they tried to expel him, but no, we'll just use this program and just kind of brush all that shit to the side. And then bam, here he is just, killing everybody oh guns are the problem guns are the problem and then they yeah. get all, they get like the uh the shave shaved headed latina they got david hogg they got like this little acting troupe do we have Oop, another person think, or did somebody leave no i think crit got no, disconnected crit. either that or he left and yeah so they got all that shit and and uh but, you know, they, they don't ever, they didn't address the issue that he was violent already. Oh, there he is. I guess, yeah. um, Technical difficulties? I guess. Yeah, so they don't address the issue that he's violent already. No, it's the gun. We have to ban guns. And why do we have guns? If we didn't have guns, this shit wouldn't have happened. Yeah, because I think they already proved that the last two, not the last two school shootings, but the two big school shootings uh, but in both cases, the person responsible was mentally unsound. It was known that they were mentally unsound. It was reported that they were mentally unsound and nothing was done about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he goes and shoots up a school and they're like, oh, well, guns are the problem. And it's like, well, no, this was a mentally unsound person that you all knew was mentally unsound and you did nothing about. <laughs> right, but 
you can't, but you're unwilling to go, this is our fault because we didn't take the measures we should have made. It is easier than to simply blame guns. If he didn't have guns, then he couldn't have done it. Well, if you had done your job, he couldn't have done it. Right. It's like, <laughs> so... <sighs> yep. But uh okay, yeah, we we can you fuckers. We can tickle the butthole of that all day if we wanted to. Well no. All everything's been said that's gonna be said, so we just have to see how things play out at that point. Hmm. Yeah. Like it it is dumb to believe that by getting rid of a weapon you will stop criminal activity. That is a that is just stupid. And if all you're trying to do is mitigate the activity, then okay, that's fine. But you don't have to you don't have to remove the tool completely to mitigate that. Like you you just don't. Especially when the evidence is showing that the means in which you want to implement mitigating it is literally not going to work because they're not even getting the tool through those through those sources most of the time. Um, and actually, by doing that, all you do is create a black market for those kinds of things. So you'll have you'll literally just have a bigger problem. <laughs> yeah, because capitalism is supply and demand, always has been. So if you create a demand, someone will supply. Someone will jump in to fill it. <laughs> yep, yep. Truth you speak. Hmm. No, we, we we got a good we had a good thing going there talking about the the one thing with the stuff. But uh, uh with the one thing in the huh? And the things in the stuff, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the things in the stuff. Yes, all the things in the stuff. Anybody think of anything else? Otherwise, I'll I'll just call it there, and uh, we can all jump back into Discord and uh, continue blasting the feces. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Now I can. Okay. If you've been saying stuff uh, before now, then no, we couldn't. Okay. Cool. So, uh, I think the moral of the story ultimately is: people in mass are fucking stupid. People individually or in small groups are capable of rational thought, which is where most democratic political systems break down. Mm. And our founding fathers, <laughs> our founding fathers, had this brilliant idea that said, "Hey, people in masses are stupid. Let's have them try to elect." people that will mitigate their stupid because they'll be 
a relatively smaller number of them, and they should all be highly educated, right? That's what our mm. uh, Republicans and are not Republicans, representatives and senators are. But then the they didn't account for a thing. The 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 people that want that responsibility shouldn't have power. And the people that don't that should have that responsibility don't want it because it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, we talked about this on last week's behind the scenes about the absolute power thing. <laughs> this is this is true, but it all circles back to the same thing. Human nature is flawed in its execution of government. Always has been. I mean, the American government and even the Roman uh, government there for a while does pretty good. Republics do pretty good until they get corrupted. Mm-hmm. You gonna go bed? Um, well, you're in bed and you're taking my side of it. Nope. <laughs> Willow, say hi to the internet. Hi. Hello, Hello, Willow. (laughs) You almost said hello, Internet, didn't you? Yeah, I did. (laughs) All right. Oh. Here. But yeah, I didn't know that's what y'all said last week, but uh, I think it's interesting that. I came to the same conclusion that you guys did on a different subject matter. Mm, well, oh, you know, great well, minds think alike. Or it's a bit of an echo chamber effect. Mm, or maybe. it's just because it's so, or it's just because it's true. So universally <laughs> true. Uh, like, if something is universally true, you'll people will come to the conclusion if they're willing to accept it. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to switch to my um, my desktop now that the kids are going to bed. Hmm? Mm. So we're going to end the behind the scenes there then? It's probably yeah. a good place to, that's probably a good place to end it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we did have that good bit going on there and then it's kind of waned, which is, I guess, you know, what happens. Vermont. (laughs) The conversation cannot go on forever. But we can certainly try to make it. (laughs) But yeah, so that's our behind the scenes for this week, folks. Check us out. Uh, Once I can get the damn things edited and put out, you know, check out our podcast. It's available anywhere you can uh, listen. And uh, if you would like, we will be doing the recording tomorrow, uh, and you can listen to us and watch us while we're doing the recording uh, on Twitch at our Twitch game channel, which is the same as our Twitter, is uh, G-S-A-E-U-T-S, and you can watch us play games and uh, do the podcast recording before it gets put out. And at this rate, that's probably the only way you can... Uh, listen to the podcast until I can figure out how to 
get the goddamn thing put into Anchor, which is really starting to piss me off. And I was trying to use, uh, I booted up Audacity to try to do editing, and now the damn thing is freezing every chance it gets. So, yeah. So we'll see how that works. But uh, until next time, y'all take it easy. Later, everybody. Hope you have a good day and a good week. Mm. <laughs> At least until tomorrow. <laughs> All right, so we shall switch back to Discord.